been quite a while since the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration had an administrator appointed to head it up. This week, the news was that Ray Martinez had been tapped for the role. So we've got a nominee, but not yet a chief. Martinez has served as head of New Jersey's Motor Vehicle Commission under Governor Chris Christie since 2010. Prior, he was commissioner of the New York State Department of Motor Vehicles and held position as the assistant general counsel for the Long Island Power Authority in New York and as deputy U.S. chief of protocol and diplomatic affairs for the State Department. Upon the news that Martinez had been nominated by the president to head the FMCSA, we asked a question of overdrive readers about priorities. The vast majority of responses were about, well, what else? The electronic logging device mandate set to be enforced December 18th if nothing changes. Tommy Chase of Jonesboro, Tennessee, delivered a message to the FMCSA nominee that many, no doubt, hoped he would hear. I think the first thing we need to do is uh, take a real look at these electric logs. This country's finally moving. People's going to work. And if they, are, if they are going to go in, you're going to put a lot of independent drivers and small companies out of business. I think it's just the large companies wanting everybody out of, out of work so they can have all the freight. I'd just like to see somebody really take a close look and see what's going to happen to thousands of people that makes a living driving a truck. Thank you, and have a great day. And David Woodfield in Columbus, Ohio, put a similar message more directly at the doorstep of a president who campaigned on abandoning or otherwise getting rid of regulations that are unnecessary. Our president has said he would eliminate unnecessary regulations in our industry and other industries. We have survived 40-plus years on paper logs. The ELD mandate is unnecessary, and it's a costly mandate for this industry. I guess if it was something that we needed, I would support it, but I don't believe we need it. I have been a professional driver for 42 years, and in 42 years, I have never had an hours of service violation. Not one time. And I don't know too many guys that can make that statement. It's an unnecessary, and it's an undue burden on this industry. Mr. President, it's time to step up and keep your word. It's a regulation that is unnecessary and costly. It needs to go bye-bye before December 17th. I'm Todd Dills, and in this edition of the Overdrive Radio Podcast, we're taking another run through the mailbag. As many others welcome the opportunity to congratulate nominee Ray Martinez, some recommending an issue focus other than ELDs. And questions remain about, well, what else? Again, you've got that right. ELDs. Yes, this is Bruce Kerr. I'm the owner and operator of Kerr Trucking LLC. I'm from Yukon, Oklahoma, and uh, currently traveling through Tallulah, Louisiana, en route to uh, Ohio. Um, I'd like to welcome Mr. Martinez. Clearly, there's a need for new leadership. And he seems to be very well qualified by what I've read about him. Uh, and I'm, I'm really still unclear as to how this uh, ELD mandate applies to me as a one-truck operator. Um, I own a small fleet 
but sold off a few years back with the unsurety of, of uh, regulations. And uh, but I operate currently one truck and operate it myself, so I don't know how the ELD mandate is going to apply to me. I do run late model equipment, and uh, I've been in business about 40 years, and I believe as long as my paper logs are in compliance uh, and I maintain them meticulously with uh, my movements, I don't see that I would be uh, uh, in violation. However, um, I don't know the text of the mandate. It really hasn't been spelled out to me as a uh, motor carrier. So. In answer to the caller's questions, it sounds like you're running inter interstate, keeping paper logs, and likely running a truck with a post-1999 engine. By the terms of the mandate, if it is not delayed before the enforcement date of December 18th this year, you will be required to keep the logs electronically. If perhaps you are running a newer model glider with an engine you can document as 1999 model year or older, you're exempt from the mandate. Over the course of the last year, as activity has increased in opposition to the mandate, Overdrive has been covering that activity, but also a groundswell of ELD development. You can find a link to a quick comparison chart of devices, as well as a bevy of coverage of the latest in the e-log fight at overdriveonline.com slash tag slash electronic hyphen logs. The full slate of responses to our call to readers for thoughts on new priorities for Trump's nominee should he ultimately take the reins at FMCSA follow here. There are plenty of calls for reform of the 14-hour rule to allow for more options for splitting the sleeping birth period to extend the clock with mid-period rest. Among a variety of other top priority issues for owner-operators and drivers, FMCSA is, to their credit, in the process of studying the split sleeper issue, perhaps toward future hours revision. Yet, in the run of regulatory time, that study, which is getting started only this year, is a little is too little too late for many in Overdrive's audience. On these and other issues, you can weigh in yourself via our podcast voicemail line at 530-408-6423. Be sure to state your name and base location with any message. Lewis in Gloversville, New York. Wanted to leave a message for an ex-administrator of uh, FMCSA. Hey, commerce is what it's all about. Let trucking do what it needs to do. Stop restricting our time. Just let us uh, find a job done. Thank you. This is Jimbo. I'm calling from Maryland, South Dakota. We need to have someone in the head, head of the FMCSA that has experience with dealing with trucks not just somebody that's in a political office. Hello, my name is Tracy Johnson. I pull out the Port of Savannah, Georgia. Uh, my comment is the only problem I see with the electronic log is we need to be able to split our sleeper birth time into two different sections and still get credit for, you know, sleep birth time. Thank you. Bruce Duran calling from Bloomer, Wisconsin. Been reading a lot about the electronic logs. Safety becomes an issue of the professional driver and it's because of discipline and common sense and values that he holds. You cannot pass laws, you cannot do regulations or anything else to bring back common sense, 
discipline and pride in your workplace. This is the problem with American driver today. All the good drivers are being forced out and the ones that are driving trucks today to do, a lot of them coming into the field do not have any of the values above and therefore this is why we are having as many troubles as we are. So with that, put some serious thought into these comments and have a good day. Bye. My name is Sandy from Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Um, regarding the next administrator's top priority for um, the FMCSA, I think his top priority is for the electronic log um, and find a way to dismiss them. Um, it's going to cause a lot of trouble because if you think about it, these drivers are going to be pushing themselves to get to do the 10 hours when they could be taking a time out and taking a nap when they're tired. But you're forcing them to drive the 10 hours and it's just ridiculous. And I don't know what they're going to do for um, certain commodities. You can't just stop when your time is up, like hauling livestock. You can't just stop along the road and with them if it's uh, zero degrees out or if it's 100 degrees out. You can't do that to cattle. You can't do that to pigs. You're going to end up having dead animals. Um, and you can't just stop anywhere and unload the animals to get them a drink or, you know, hay or whatever. Um, I think he really needs to reconsider this. You know, it, it's not it's not a good plan. It's not going to do anything good because then you're going to have people driving recklessly because they're thinking they got 10 hours to get somewhere as far as they can and as fast as they can. So then you're going to have them being more careless drivers when I think that sometimes our drivers are pretty decent drivers and very cautious. They're trying to be professional at what they're doing. My name's Ralph Johnson. I'm from Newark, New Jersey. I've been a professional driver for almost 10 years now and all of the basic FMCMA rules that are going on, everything seems to be drafted around the hours of service. I was wondering if uh, maybe if they would implement maybe a shorter drive time maybe that would help like a seven seven on four off type of thing because nobody's actually going to get where they're going in a 10 hour period anyway nobody wants to drive for a full 10 maybe 11 hours so you drive for seven hours you take a break for maybe four or five hours and you get back on the road you have a choice to either relax take a breather you can take a nap in between. Maybe that should help. Maybe we should try to implement a shorter drive time to where you can get a break in between instead of just a half hour break. You get a four or five hour break. In that time, you can get you can get in a three four hour nap, refresh, get back on the road. I think what Ralph is saying here is right in line with the call for more flexibility in splitting the off-duty period to extend the 14-hour clock with mid-period rest. I wonder, however, if politically that becomes more palatable with a reduction in daily drive hours as a trade-off. Maybe not to as few as 7, as Ralph suggested, but somewhere below the currently allowed 11 in a 14-hour window. Something to think about. Hello, this is Brenda Conley in Caswell, Indiana. I've been in the trucking industry for 29 years. 
and I drove a truck over the road for 18 of those. And I don't think that electronic logs are good because if you're like me, I could never sleep because some computer told me I had to. Therefore, there's going to be a lot of tired drivers out there when they're forced to run when they're tired because they can't stop and take a break because then they use up their 14 hours and they can't make their deliveries. Electronic logs are wrong and they should not be able to track people like that. I think there has to be more orientation and discussion, open discussions to companies, dispatchers, trucking company owners to not use your job as a leverage to get drivers to drive vehicles that are unsafe. I think that's a serious issue. I think there's a lot of drivers today driving up and down the road for fatigue because of the equipment that they have to drive and the condition that the equipment is in. And my name is Rob Gebhardt, and I live in North Lima, Ohio. Thank you for hearing this comment. Yeah, Sheldon, this Spartanburg, South Carolina. Sure don't want Martinez, one of Trump's buddies, to be in the uh, motor vehicle. He'll ruin it like he did New Jersey. He's no good. I would not vote for him, and I don't want him in there. He is not worth the time of day. He's just like Trump. He's no good, and they're just going to ruin the trucking industry. He's all they're doing. My name is Jerry Noakes, long-haul driver, owner-operator out of Ocean Isle Beach, North Carolina. And my uh, words would be, uh, in my case, I'm 63 years old, came back on the road five years ago after 12 years disabled. I'm an older gentleman, and it takes me uh, 16 hours to drive nine. I know when I'm tired. I rest when I'm tired. Please, do away with the 14-hour rule. Thank you. You have a best day. Now, this is Jim Hall from Guthrie, Oklahoma. My problem is the ELDs. Uh, I cannot believe that in America, you know, I'm an owner-operator, um, that when we go to one of our terminals and we haul heavy equipment and we, we can't uh, stay there, we have to, uh, uh, if we want to go eat, we would have to log in if you want to go, for example, to Walmart, uh, if you want to go to the truck stop, take a shower. Only thing we have basically is parking at our terminals. And you would have to log that. No one in the United States is under that kind of scrutiny unless you have an ankle bracelet or you're in prison. This is ridiculous to people that gives up their Christmas, Thanksgiving, all the holidays, their family. Um, it's ridiculous to put us in a category that we have to be watched every second of every day.